Hello and welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Unbinary Life podcast with me Ruchi and Kundan. Hello Kundan. Hello Ruchi. Hello everyone. How are you doing today? Great, great. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited because we are going to record a very important uh, episode today which is going to be about one of the core of our human existence the topic so yeah we are going to talk about love <laughs> yeah and i'm all excited <laughs> awesome same here as in uh, the kind of discoveries i have made in the love so i think it would be it becomes one of the prime topic to for us to talk and do some justice to it so thanks ruchi for bringing that up Yes, indeed. As I said, one of the core of our human existence. We cannot survive without it. So why not let's just talk about it? Sure. So what is love? <laughs> How would you define it? <laughs> uh, okay. So I kind of play around as in uh, first. I, I I always start my journey with the prefrontal cortex, which is with the logic, and <laughs> and then I go to the emotion. Absolutely, absolutely. Correct. So uh for me as in I go to the dictionary and that's a usual mechanism I always tell all my audience so that you can replicate the same I go to the dictionary I just type the word and try to understand what exactly the dictionary says because then it becomes like we all will have a common definition to talk about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah? otherwise uh, many such emotional topics and lot of things we all have different meanings to different word and that's where lot of conflicts also arises so uh, my love could be different from yours so what dictionary says is that it is it is an intense feeling of deep affection mm-hmm. i think we all yep. can agree to that and yep. uh, it also says that it is something that we like and enjoy very much core of all the discussions will keep the meaning to these so this is from the rational and logical point of view emotionally for me it's love is more like water it's it's something a spiritual state mm-hmm. it's more like being perfect So, for example, we all say, "Hey, do not." Uh, earlier, uh, the world was all about being perfect, and now yeah. suddenly, awareness of mental health. Everybody is saying, "Hey, do not try to be perfect. We are yeah. good what we are." Okay, yes. it's more about the journey towards the perfection, or even the journey that we should enjoy. I think love is somewhat same to that. Love is a state in between. Uh, it's more about the journey altogether. It's not something that, "Hey, today we are in love, and what are we doing next day?" Okay, mm-hmm. there are different stages of love. It's more about it's not something concrete. It's not as concrete as an anger. Uh, it's more about it's very fluid. It's as fluid as that. It can take all kind of emotions, all kind of human forms, or even not only human. Any kind of uh, uh, you know connections that we all experience could fall yeah. under this category. So we'll explore all these uh, as we proceed further. Okay, great. You mentioned uh, that love is a journey, and there are. different stages of love yep yep right so what kind of stages are there in love if if i have to ask you sure um here i love to take this example because uh, i recently framed it for me it helped me to understand so for example okay. hold a conversation about love right um sorry uh, how how do you hold a conversation right uh, hold a uh-huh, conversation uh-huh. as in uh, about the topic of love So when you mm-hmm. ask and when you check, people have this tendency of talking about, "Hey, I love this thing. I love yeah. doing it. I love, uh, uh, you know, X, Y, Z in my life. I love this person. I love uh, going out. For I dinner. love traveling. I love shopping. I love yeah, eating. So be careful about the word love over here. As in, what is common in all those things is love. 
Yeah. Okay. So I think again, everybody is coming from a point that hey, that is maybe traveling. Something maybe that they enjoy doing. Maybe something that they like doing. Yeah, I enjoy way more than just a simple uh, enjoy like watching a movie. But I like totally yes. immersed into it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So similarly, now I'll come to this. How exactly this example helps me to reach to the stages is that, and uh, uh, say for example, you talk to somebody and uh, the person says that hey, I love football. Mm-hmm. Okay. and critical my mind um it was very difficult for me to comprehend because you might be somebody who love watching football right mm-hmm. you might be somebody who's a manufacturer of football uh, as a, <laughs> as as a ball and then you just love doing what you do or yeah. the obvious go is like you love playing football yeah okay. now in all these three categories if you see what happens is uh first of all the word usage again suddenly simply saying that hey i love football is so much ambiguous than saying that hey i love watching football i love playing football or i love making a football and for the benefit of all my friends in america uh, uh the football here is the soccer game i'm talking about uh we are not talking about the american football uh so and but you can relate it uh, if you do not know what what soccer is about so even for the american in fact any sport now look at that when you say that i love watching football the the requirement from the love completely changes that you need a wider and wider screen or maybe you go to the stadium you work hard to get those tickets or get those connections online you get the popcorn cola sit with the friends and have fun you like the entire experience of doing the, all those activities and watching the game yes but now when you say that uh, i love playing football right now look at that that love has so much hard work involved in it okay when you say you are playing uh, uh when i love playing football it's not just about you know just kicking the ball yes. it's about you have to really work hard you really have to get physically and mentally fit to be in the team to be the player yes right and what do you do you work hard as in you practice you practice you practice and then maybe one day you go and play for your team and you score that's the whole yeah. achievement yeah okay. and then it's not only that it's also the stages of love is that maybe you start with your school team then you go to your college team then maybe to your state team and then to your national international and yeah. look at the difficulty the problem it you know the kind of preparedness the kind of mental strength the kind of physical strength that it requires to reach to those stages hmm okay now exactly same thing if you talk about something you know take away the football and put something out there um, let's say for example i love my child mhm right there are different stages of child that requires different kind of love and you really work yes. hard for your child financially yeah. physically mentally you do not want to be sick and take care of your child yeah, yeah. right um similarly um, you say that hey i love my pet i i uh, you know i love reading i love driving i love cooking there is so much hard work that goes behind all those love what i'm mentioning now gradually mm-hmm. what i'm trying and shift is let's talk the real love here when you want to get into that state of love okay first of all that's what i was trying to say that there are different stages and forms of love so yeah i guess the more in, uh, immersed you are into it the greater is the intensity of love also exactly so now somehow we have tried to take you to that journey and uh, we have come closer so two things comes very uh, naturally here which the common theme is emerging that there is a lot of mm. hard work required in the love mm. and i'm a ardent believer of that 
as in very mm. few things i i talk uh, in the sense of absolute now this is yeah. one absolute thing again i'll say that love requires a lot of hard work yeah. and that not only when you say hard work i'll also classify it as like it is the physical the mental and even at the sexual so you got to prepare and then it's not that if you have worked hard on it suddenly you will reach on to the international level of uh, love we all absorb the concept of love from these stories and those stories are the ideal and the iconic stories and that's yes. how we see the love right from there that hey i've just thought of buying a pair of shoes to play a football and i'm imagining to play an international game yeah okay it's similar to that like suddenly i have been exposed to the concept of love or suddenly my hormones have started kicking and i feel the desire of having a partner in my life and then i am willing to have the ultimate kind of love in my life that would for sure in most of the cases will bring you misery so i think we are talking here about the love as well as the romantic love so gradually yeah. in the last statement i moved towards the romantic love right i think yeah i could figure that out <laughs> so rest of the conversation i'll keep I'll, i'll stop myself for the rest of the conversation that we'll we'll talk about around these only we'll expand a little bit more into these areas okay okay so yeah. uh, great that you mentioned about the romantic aspect of it and you kind of touched upon it because i was going to ask about that only i mean uh, <laughs> before in fact jumping on to that uh, what you mentioned that it requires a lot of commitment uh, uh, as well right when we are talking about love uh, and it's a journey in my view the way i see it is not just when you are looking to give love to somebody else as in in a romantic relationship the same is applicable even to you right. when you talk about self love absolutely but people always when we talk when we talk like uh, in general about that okay let's discuss about love the first thing that comes to the mind is you always have others point of view you always think in context to your relationship with others but not with yourself why do you think that happens with a lot of people So now that is a very much a confusion which we would like to clear and great that you brought this question is guys first of all we are talking about love and in today's world since the time this mental health and all these things and with every generation the awareness goes up and i think that's where the self love self love is becoming uh, too much prominent nowadays and which is yeah. great because we always say that you are at the center of your universe okay unless you cannot take your yourself you cannot take your your world so first everything even the love starts with you do you love yourself if you love yourself you'll take care of you physically you'll take care of you mentally you'll take care of you uh, you know socially everything comes to you yeah. that makes you the best of you right so self love is very important now once i have very clear that hey i am clear with the concept of love now i'm seeking out for romantic love mm-hmm. so in any all our audience if you feel any time love is about uh, a partner or anything just make sure that it is the romance part of the love okay that's very yeah, clear yeah okay. yeah 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 now why do we seek it is is very very uh, again a human need we we are uh, a social being right we need connection okay and how about having the, a person somebody with whom i am as comfortable as i am and many a times more comfortable than i am yeah and that's where people tend to pass on their own emotional baggage and knowingly also because they think love is some kind of magic where the other person is ready to take all my issues and that's where even the things fall out so what i'm trying to say is but if your concept of love is clear you have taken love as something to be earned something to be hard work and then 
when i go with that owning to the other person you po- make both of them together and that's where i say that 1 plus 1 equal to 2 can work in mathematics in love 1 and 1 could become 11 also hmm okay so yes in romance we need uh, a partner because yeah uh, uh, what physical intimacy uh, becomes a very integral part of our love affection also okay it's a part of our it's, uh, it's part of our life it's a human need also correct it's a common need also how about having a need being satisfied with somebody you love you feel protected with it becomes divine it becomes a spiritual so i think it comes naturally and uh, that's one of the most beautiful things uh, i think human has uh you've addressed part of it uh, of what i'm going to ask next but then still i'll ask it that uh, why do you think that love then becomes such a complicated affair for a lot of people to handle oh it's going to be first uh, the thing is there are two people involved i myself mm-hmm. is so complicated inside my head okay so 1 plus 1 is 11 not only in terms of uh, making good or positive outcome it's in the sense of complication also right mm-hmm. i as an individual come with my own complications and all my upbringing and all the issues and then i have brought some other person and when they both interact the chances are way higher that is the first reason uh, second reason i say that we all live relative lives we have talked about mm-hmm. a little bit about relative life whatever yes. what i am saying good bad ugly you know tall short right wrong it's all relative terms so for my right could be different from the other person's right so that brings the other conversational uh, relativeness or the conflict the third aspect is the context of love itself is twisted in our head we believe mm-hmm. love is some kind of magic which whenever the other person comes it all disappears the whole world becomes rosy the music is there which is there if you attain that state the way that it has been projected uh, via form of the entertainment that we or the content that we consume it's always like most of the times i would say that is the rosy picture that is shown right that's why you don't you kind of tend to form that perception of love as though oh it's it's going to be magical it's going to be all right that okay i get one partner one day and then it's going to be all happy and rosy right but uh, look at this now you are talking to the unbinary people we are here on this stage and we are talking to few people we always say that hey cut the crap and take charge of your life mm-hmm. so say take charge of life even when a bubble toothpaste or any kind of toothpaste or any kind of <laughs> if they show you in the advertisement they show you like uh, you know suddenly your body pops up and you become the most healthy person in the world and then you start winning the world by just having that health drink does it happen in real world it doesn't Right? No, it's exaggeration. It's exaggeration yes. for selling something. Correct. But now we have become conscious about it. So when we go, we do not complain the health drink or the company. We know that hey, there are health benefits. The company exaggerated just to sell the concept of it. Similarly, mm-hmm. the love concept is mm-hmm. equally somewhere. The stories which are told to you are the most pinnacle and once in a millions and sorry, one in a million of the cases which might have been told to you, or in that too exaggerated. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you believe on it that's again that's something i want to live in that illusion world and then if the suffering is coming to me at least am i aware otherwise be ready to be suffer and uh, you know talk always about that hey i do not want to be in love it is so complicated all those things rather once you know that hey i'm drinking a health drink at the same time i'm making sure that my lifestyle is good i am going for the exercise and i'm also learning how exactly the exercise is affecting each one of my body muscles right so your whole awareness process happens and that health drink will work magical for you way better than somebody just drinking right. the health drink now right. similarly so, here even <laughs> if you just know what a health 
love is but if you do not put all those hard work if you do not put all those processes if you do not understand your partner and if you if you are getting into the romantic side or knowing oneself trust me if you know about yourself if you start with a self love suddenly the romantic love also would become much more easier and much less complicated it will always be complicated it's not about love it's about any two people coming together would be complicated because you'll never be able to know the person completely right no matter that's how much time you spend together correct that's the charm of because people exactly and people also change with time i mean right. even living in the same house and you're married to the person or you are in relationship with somebody people change with time and you feel like oh this is a new facet of that person person that i never knew about existed right so for me complexity is there are two ways of taking complexities one thing is that hey if it is something that i know this person and i'm not feeling unsafe i think mm. being complaining about being a little uh, you know drifting from the regular uh, usual behavior i think being surprised brings on the healthy joy and fun side of it it's again falls under uh, your own uh, perception as in how you are reacting to that the simple line i would say the complication will always be there the love will be a complicated affair and that's mm-hmm. what it makes it so amazing that's why winning those complications would bring out such an amazing result that you would be like in a divine state for rest of your life you could be but there is a lot of hard work i'm saying it's simple i'm not saying it's easy it's not easy because there's a lot of hard work required i mean and and i do certainly believe that love requires a lot of commitment then i say hard work and commitment goes together for me in love and in in, in relationships especially if you're talking about romantic relationships as well so it's it's kind of a package of you know it's a package deal of care uh, commitment trust and respect not just for the other person but for yourself as well if you're talking of self love right and look at the examples that we took let's look the example of the soccer or the football we took right do you think we can achieve that state without being committed to the football absolutely not that's where i mean i i mean for me it becomes like the core that you got to have commitment uh, when you love something that uh, with that intensity right right so that's what i'm saying it, it's not the problem with the love but all the engines all the components coming together is the commitment the hard work you know your mental strength all these coming together can really construct a love which is which is absolutely fantastic and which is real rather than just real, that right yeah right which is real which helps you grow which makes you feel empowered absolutely and then it makes you feel liberated as well at the same time yes and we'll come to it there are do's and don'ts to it we'll talk about it also of course of But course the whole idea i'm saying is if if the love is being that created that aura that aura is really there if you're really to invest your time and energy on it if not then at least be aware that hey this is my limitation i am fine with what i i have and this is how i want to construct my life you're absolutely okay right right now that we have talked like so much on uh, it's it's like uh, sharing our uh, personal uh, views on the subject i'd also like to because we like to talk about the neuroscience aspect of things as well of late so why don't we jump on that and you tell us about that okay is there any neuroscience behind love as well okay <laughs> maybe i'll come to it is there anything that uh, you know of routine <laughs> no so what i could read was just uh, the the whatever i read was more on the aspects of yeah there are uh, uh, changes in the way our brain works neurologically uh, and it it has more to do with uh, gender as well 
Mm-hmm. With uh, women, it uh, is different, and with men, it is different. The way they perceive love is also different. So that's the the little bit that I searched. Uh, I would not like to go on the oxytocin, dopamine, and uh, serotonin levels right now. But yeah, it behaves differently for different genders. Uh, was I uh, was the information that I had? But yeah, sure. from your side, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go completely gender free because I uh, usually I don't see. Uh, usually I've seen people. like lot of things as very common to humans and i'll i'll try to keep it as simple uh, as uh, for that is that mm-hmm. you know yes for first thing no the science is not able to explain love as of now okay they have a some clue that hey this is how mostly it works and the yeah. science always try to move toward that certainty finding and how it is working how it is working so no there is no absolute reason even if you talk about all the uh, 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 neurotransmitters know, neurotransmitters or you talk about <laughs> hormones i'm pretty sure you do not even if you inject all those hormones you know you cannot make people fall in love okay yeah 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 so there was this uh, some uh, uh, howard study or some some study on that um, they did on particular neurotransmitter level just to see that how it uh, behaves at different genders but yeah it, it didn't come to a certainty that this is how it should be or this is how if we control or limit one particular uh, chemical yeah uh, it will behave that way yeah awesome so actually you can uh, you know enhance the uh, sexual activity you can enhance uh, um, uh, you know being happy charming all those things could happen the symptoms could be changed based on the hormones the activities but actually the love as a whole cannot be created as of now till now i don't know about in future uh so what i know about neuroscience is that see there are two major parts of it and uh, fortunately mm-hmm. male female both share the same common part is the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala <laughs> okay. yeah and uh, uh for all those people who are not very aware about it i'm very simply i'll say the amygdala is a part which is called the the, the most primitive brain so most of the animals all these species have that brain that makes sure that you are safe that takes care of your safety it it triggers the alarm and most of the emotions are getting controlled it gives you a threat alarm any time you see a threat so that's where the amygdala comes into the picture that's amygdala and the second part is which is the most evolved brain is the most recent one also which we humans has is called the frontal cortex and prefrontal cortex is the most advanced one which kind mm-hmm. of talks about all the reasoning uh, what is right what is wrong this is how it should be done you know is it uh, good bad whatever rational so thinking and decision making correct and that's why we usually confuse uh, the prefrontal cortex as brain and the amygdala as the heart somewhere that uh, you know the heart is saying this and the uh, the brain is fighting like this because the um, prefrontal cortex is all about logic yeah uh, yeah yeah it's yeah. about emotions hmm okay very simple categorization okay okay now what happens in love is and this has been scientifically proven somehow either most of the time we tend to stay in one of the zones either we are in the prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. okay uh, we love to logic justify um, saying that hey love is nothing but a chemical reactions and these are the people who are very much who loves to stay in the prefrontal cortex they get very anxious if you take their control of analysis uh, they'll always have some or the other logic about uh, some about rational about why they like the other person right. so much and okay yes and then there are another stages of time where people are mostly in amygdala where they are scared they are vulnerable they are angry they are uh, uh, you know for some or the other reason they are emotionally very volatile okay mm-hmm. now both these states are very emo- energy draining mm-hmm. now love is a state say for example if you do not have to justify rationalize or judge people at the same time you do not have to feel threatened you do not feel to be scared and you are calm 
so neither you are in a prefrontal cortex nor you are in the amygdala amygdala yeah third state which is so less energy consuming it becomes very calm and comforting to the body to the brain hmm. and brain loves that state neither i am too logical because it requires lot of analysis data that has to happen neither yeah, i am too yeah, scared yeah. or vulnerable about my emotions my existence could be physically or emotionally but this is a third state and that's why that state is such a preferred state yeah this is the best logical and uh, the one i even believe and it's great and that's why the partners which gives you that comfort that hey you are secured with me so if a child is secured feel secured with a mother there is a stab the love gets established there right the child is not judging his mother a mother can have lot of judgment as a individual being you know different roles she is playing but yeah, hardly yeah, there yeah. has been cases where a child is judging her mother based on sex caste creed or anything there is a very natural love that gets established there when you talk about romantic love we all try and seek through that partner where we are not feeling judged and we are emotionally feeling safe right i think it is as simple as that to the neurological state <laughs> now the way you explained it you know sounded so simple but you know in reality most of the times like again uh, it uh, takes me back to the uh, question of there are conflicts even in love right i mean because at times you tend to judge at times you 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 kind of lose your safe space with the partner and then the conflict arises and that becomes like kind of draining for the relationship so you i know, I, i went in that mood no 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 you remind well i think uh, we have the conflict episode in pipeline and uh, yes. i'll talk more about it because again uh, i think one basic thing i have made sure in my life and that's what i bring here is nah, other than mosquitoes i do not find anything negative in my life okay <laughs> I, i really hate mosquitoes uh, other than that i think uh, conflict also have lot of positive side when we'll talk about it in details in the uh, in the in our next episode maybe next to next we'll we'll talk in details okay that would give that will add value to this episode also okay, okay. okay. your point as of now i do not think conflict is always as negative as that uh, it does bring lot of uh, uh, you know uh, the how could i say Uh, brings out the differences where we go, both get to how do we handle the conflict becomes again the hard work that you do for your love. Hmm. As I said, it is so in the entire episode we are going to talk a lot about hard work and commitment, guys. Don't Absolutely. worry. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you can count the number of times we talk of hard work. I'll I'll come to it. I'll come to it again. <laughs> All right. Okay. all right so yeah we have talked about so um you have mentioned i think uh, we have also discussed like in the course of our discussion right now that uh, the the healthy aspects of love yep right uh, what about um, toxic love or unhealthy love do you think oh. it exists oh yes absolutely so uh, for most of the thing uh, healthy and unhealthy uh, part exist for the love mm-hmm. unfortunately most of us have experienced um, the toxic part of the love and that's again i think would be uh, goes I'll, i'll put it more on the awareness mm-hmm. we all naturally we all crave and tend towards love if those complications are not there okay right? 
so uh, yes there are a lot of uh, unhealthy part of it and when i see uh, even though like i have gone through a divorce and uh, there was a lot of difficult times for me and my ex wife you know that could easily and now what happens is now when i interact with a lot of other divorced people and in my state uh, because i have now much more access to such similar people as in their stance is that no more getting into such kind of relationship or you know love is so uh, you know fatal love is not something that is real all those things rather for me i i think exactly opposite oh my god i spoiled it on the first time love is so real i was so unaware that i could not make it happen okay so yes there are healthy and unhealthy and what is healthy part is that whatever works for both of you unhealthy part is whatever is not working for both of you because we are mm-hmm. talking about a relationship here yeah When it's it's two our, individuals, yeah. It's two individuals. Yeah. We are talking about the romantic relationship here. Correct. And for self-love, if we are starting with this self-love, self-love mm-hmm. it is more about you. So now yeah. you know what is working, how it is working on your uh, skin, how it is not. When you get into a romantic relationship and then you only think about self-love, there is a problem. Then you become selfish. Yes. Uh, again, <laughs> I, it becomes very difficult for me to use yes. such words. I'm saying there is a problem. okay mm. and yeah if if it uh, falls under your category as selfish then yes you are acting as selfish okay again i'm not saying here that you should lose yourself i'm not saying that you should uh, you know uh, sacrifice yourself or compromise yourself or you should not have your self respect no everything would stay there i'm simply saying your system increases your system thinking has to be different there has to be okay whatever i am doing for myself how is it impacting the relationship got to be that clause there yeah okay you got to think of the other person in the relationship and yes the the, the the thinking has to be involved with those lenses correct and it's not only about the romantic relationship if you are in a family whatever you do you stay till late night you have joined a night shift you are going to the college you are not going to the college whatever you are doing the family is affected and you get to talk about it otherwise yeah, yeah. it becomes unhealthy mm-hmm. right so similarly i would uh, very clearly talk about is that you know the one thing i have commonly observed and I, when i do my research i have seen it also that most of the time people believe that love is something where they can pass on their emotional baggage that is one big no no and big unhealthy part i would say mm-hmm. uh sorry is that uh, um, that is one very important part the other one which i said is love is not only about taking love is not about comparing love is not about matching those criteria that hey this is what i need in my real life about in being my partner Yes, you can have a partner. You can get into marriage with all these things, but you cannot be in love, having all these things. The outside factors they should not be the driving force. An outside factor could be anything. It could be your, uh, you know, the wealth, your influence, your money. Um, I don't know your beauty. Right? They are they important? Yes, they are very important. But are these only important? No, they are not. And that's why I'll come to the healthy part of it. Mm-hmm. Stepping into the fantasy world, as you said about, that's again a very unhealthy part. you got to be real you got to really understand that hey this is what my system is this is what best out of coming is and then there is a mix and match of fantasy world absolutely it works uh empty and anxious if you are already in a relationship and you somewhere you are feeling empty and anxious there is something not right it is unhealthy you got to talk to your partner and if you cannot talk to your partner oh my god that's a big red flag okay similarly like being insecure or vulnerable okay looking outside for the happiness are you looking outside things um, like i'm just watching continuous series i'm just getting drunk i'm going out for the parties 
you do go out but do you spend your time with your inside relationship also if not these are very big red flags for the unhealthy love and that's not love that's why you got to talk if you cannot talk boss clear you have the answer now quickly jumping on to the healthy part of it is it's more about mm-hmm. giving and taking if you are in love many a times being helped the partner loves to help you because that's how you bring the relevance of the partner right so you get to give and you get to take uh, sorry take accepting okay compatibility when i say compatibility it's not all my decisions is more how it is impacting my other partner what are the things which i like which i dislike suddenly i have discovered something as you said it is like uh, being you know the complex or the complications the conflict yeah. am i being yeah. surprised or am i being complaining about it mm-hmm. right uh, the inside yeah the way you take it i mean i mean if you see something new the way you take it that okay yeah wow this is something that i didn't know the reaction of it or oh my god you uh, that's so bad you yeah. know things <laughs> it changes uh, the dynamics of the relationship very well yeah right and as i said outside factor i think the love is more about inside out also you just mm-hmm. cannot rely on the outside you cannot just rely on the inside it has to be inside out because again it is my personal perception i don't know about the world because nowadays i talk to a lot of people and they say hey uh, you know the look the appearance doesn't matter to me um, the the how my partner looks doesn't matter to me and i feel they are not right they don't they are not speaking right i mean to say okay attraction plays a very important role in love and when i say attraction it has nothing to do with your complex and it has nothing to do with the way, with the way you look it's like the overall representation of you the job you are into how you managing your physical and mental capabilities as in how you are presenting yourself okay having you know all these things come together to make you attractive hmm right but and maybe that- now sorry sorry to interrupt but uh, maybe the perception of again the physical appearance and uh, the outer projection of how one does uh, for oneself is different here the way you see it as an overall personality but maybe yeah. when people say that okay physical appearances don't matter they are just looking maybe at the physique the features the you know uh, the hair or things like that which are like things and not the attributes of a person the problem with me is that every time you say not 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 okay you are instructing your brain that do not look at these things mm. okay but actually what is happening is uh, you know the other part of the brain is saying that is important because you are either you're losing on something as in it's maybe i don't know it's like that if the attraction is being missed out of it that hampers your relationship and then you come into your inner conflict i'm simply saying just do not say not as in whatever works for you and that's where to the people who think that they are not attractive i'm just trying to tell them that hey attraction is not about the skin color or the height or the you know the build up it's the overall charisma that you bring in and your attraction is not decided by the only person whom you are liking you are attracted to your attraction is decided by the whole spectrum of people is out there yeah your attraction could also be uh, the way you carry yourself the way you crack jokes the, people are also attracted by the way you intellectually talk about things absolutely. that's also a part of attraction it's not just the uh, physical attributes absolutely i'm saying the everything comes together you just cannot cannot rely completely on the physical attribute you cannot just rely on the intellectual attribute you cannot just rely on the financial attribute i'm saying all these three needs to be worked and balanced okay yep, you yep. got to have a healthy uh, uh, check on your financial status you got to have a, a healthy check on your physical status you got to have a healthy check on the mental status for example if you have lots of money and you are just least bothered about it trust me you will have hard time mm. 
if you have you are highly intellectual but you think that hey physical is because you have been always telling yourself that hey uh, you know mental uh, uh, you know uh, how could i say uh, the mental strength is the only thing no it's not about only it's like everything comes together and you know you looking healthy you looking um, you know good in your dress is is important the way also uh, is it also depends again it's relative right the way all these physical um mental or financial dynamics play for uh, say a couple in a relationship it varies for person to person for somebody financial parameters could be way higher than that of the uh, physical simply, parameters i'm simply saying you just do not neglect either of them you just right. make sure that you're working hard on all these areas you make sure that i am taking care of all these aspect and that is not it is de- it is not defining who you are hmm. okay but i am saying you are you just cannot when you are thinking of something as beautiful as charming as love you got to be aware about yourself okay and that is your financial stability that is your emotional stability that your your your, your physical well being everything comes together you just cannot come and it is for self love also it's not yeah. for romantic love it's for self love also okay so okay so i think those all <laughs> i think uh, i think we got little uh, and it was interesting carried away <laughs> no 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 i i won't say carried away it was great that uh, you emphasized more to bring it clarity to this conversation i think so i think more than healthy uh, naturally the healthy part of love we all get excited about so i think more than healthy the unhealthy part we all should focus and uh, be sure because i want you to enjoy your life and even i'm on the same quest i'm still divorced i'm but i'm still on the quest to find my love and i'm working hard for it i'm really trying to work on all the attributes so that you know when i get a partner uh, you know i can continue this hard work and one more thing yeah that reminds me that love is also about taking care of yourself so that you can support your partner it's not about your partner taking care of you yes whenever there is a down time whenever there is a, a problem in your life for sure the partner will step up but in general in day to day life okay it's more about you know i take care of myself so much that i can offer the best of me to my partner so that's where the self love comes into yes. the picture and yes. that also it it holds equal importance in any relationship right 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 okay um we when while we were discussing about the unhealthy and healthy aspects of love and you mentioned that the awareness got to be very important yes so what do you think is the role of communication in uh, romantic love it's as simple as that uh, you know uh, in the professional world we say communication is the key <laughs> <laughs> i think is literally the key to all those <laughs> yeah, i think uh, there is no alternative even in any form you are if you are a human i think uh, now uh, on dating app i see a lot of uh, people putting out there that i am more in love with the pets than humans okay i think uh, uh, pets um, even they know how to communicate their feelings and emotions and they make sure that they are upfront out there now if your worry is um that how somebody is going to treat you once you expose your um, you know your vulnerabilities or even if it could be excitement or sadness look you are talking about a love and romantic partner if there you are not feeling safe then for sure there is a red flag okay mm. but communication is the key you should be as open uh, to talk about any damn thing even uh, you know as uh, about your intimate conversations 
uh, about your uh, good and bad things on the professional life or at any front. I think that's no compromise there. It I think that also non-judgmental and non-emotional triggering uh, conversations. Right, and, and that. So I was coming to the the next part of it. That I think uh, open communication also helps you establishing. Uh, or being vocal about your expect uh, expectancies and dependencies in the relationship. We have we have done that episode on expectancy and dependency as well. So being vocal about it certainly yeah. helps. So for me, communication is for any form of relationship. I am like even I talk to a child. I try to be as open as clear as possible. That hey, look, I haven't talked to a five-year child earlier before. I'm trying to be uh, something nice to you. Can you help me? and the child has guided me always it has been as transparent as possible so like uh, you know it's not only about love love becomes more about that you can talk more and more personal but i think communication so heads down for everything yes <laughs> okay um i i pick up clues from the last point that you have taken up so again you mentioned about personal and uh, physical inti- uh, intimacy plays a very very important role uh, in uh, romantic relationships Yep. Do you see that uh, love and the desire for sex overlaps in romantic relationships? Yes, it does. How much But, of it uh, does overlap? How much of it doesn't? Uh, okay, again, I I won't have a number here, uh, but I would say is that uh, the more we are feeling unjust, the more uh, comfortable we are. So there are two form of intimacy. The one is the physical need that can happen without love also. Okay. Yeah, I mean a, a lot of casual hookups and uh, yeah, one night stands and all those things. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to have any kind of uh, love relationship. Correct, correct, correct. So many a times, a food is the basic need of my body, but many a times I eat food which is not healthy for me. Hmm. Right. Similarly, uh, you know, love is a form of a very emotional health we are talking about. It's, it's, you know, the overall life health could be judged based on the love you have got. And again, when I'm using love, I'm not using romantic love. So there are a lot of people, um, a lot of my friends, the kind of affection I get from their parents is amazing, and that has transformed me so much that I, I can vouch for that so much innocent love I have been receiving in my life. Okay. So uh, I can vouch for the purest form of love that I have been getting in my life. Now, what I'm trying to say is that you know the food is important, a need of my body. At many a times, I do eat junk food, knowing that it is completely unhealthy for me, but I do eat it, right? Mm-hmm. But then there are, as you grow up, there are times that I would like to stick to healthy food on my day-to-day basis. Similarly, if love making or what you call is if if you talk about sex, if you talk about the physical intimacy, that is a need of life. You might do it out of love also. As in, when I say out of love, it means not from out the, of committed from relationships. Love, that could happen easily. Out of committed Point relationships. Point is the same food, or if it is happening along with the love, the pleasure and the effect changes tremendously. Okay, and now if I am in love with somebody. okay and now i'm moving towards the romantic love where i'm not feeling judged when i'm not being emotionally vulnerable my hormones are very active those happy hormones makes you sexually more active hmm okay so now that form of intimacy will have much more pleasuring effect okay than the normal hookups so again the point is it's depending on what is your lifestyle what is happening to you what is right and wrong i'm i'm not going here that this is right or this is wrong it's totally a uh, personal choice 
what i'm saying is they do overlap um, physical intimacy has a very big role to play in the uh, many a times i have seen case studies where you know the doctors or whenever there is a problem in a married life the doctors do ask that how frequently you guys have sex and they ask them to do be more playful and it has helped people hmm so yes it is a very important part of it make sure you keep it healthy the healthier it is that will go long and uh, yes it contributes quite a lot great i mean, I, I, i like the analogy of uh, you know that love is like a healthy food the, the junk food analogy i liked it so okay now i think i'll uh, move towards the conclusion uh, part of this episode uh, many times we have seen in relationships in romantic relationships in uh, even uh, like between a parent and child that uh, you tend to control uh, people around you you tend to control people in love right, so right. should we control uh, people in love or should we not can we do this can we not do this what is your take on uh, on that so that this is going to be the question of the day uh, thank you so much for <laughs> i've been missing it before i jump on to this question ruchi uh, you know mm-hmm. there is one thing it triggered in my head with a self reflection is when you said about the junk food you pointed it out uh, i would like to clarify a little bit going back to that question the reason being the kind of ease we eat junk food might give perception to some people that okay hookups and you know getting physical intimate could be as easy as having a junk food and it is okay okay so let me just go back and uh, make the perspective little clearer see the food is something it's not where two people are involved is not you are emotionally exchanging it's not uh, how could i say the food is more about uh, um, it's not as intimate as two people exchanging their emotions it is satisfying your appetite you filling up your hunger yes yes so uh, and not not about hunger also it's more about you're not emotionally affecting somebody by eating a junk food yeah a junk food might become a difficult say for example you are a heart patient okay doctor has clearly said no 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 to the junk food and then you go you sneak out and eat then your wife or your whoever is there is going to yell at you still there is nobody's others emotion as such involved when we talk about love now love i believe if you are in love okay the private uh, conversations are really private and it should be treasured for just two of the people that could not be shared or sneak upon that hey i have been in love for 3 years let me sneak out there are a lot of stories now i hear about open relationships and all i don't know it's again i leave it to the people how exactly they operate on to it but there are a lot of teenagers and uh, people who are listening to us uh, you know i just want to say i do not want to put my opinion i'm simply saying the consequences are higher because the more people you engage so whenever you go for hookup whenever you go and talk to different people whenever you go for one night stand it's again people and the more people come to your system the more complications it comes and you never know how the other person is going to react in a certain situation because they come with their own packages and mm-hmm. that might overload your own system and most of the time it falls very badly so be sure to know what exactly is your setup be make sure to know the partner setup make sure that there is a consent there is an understanding that you both are being mutual right. okay it's not as like easy it is setting setting expectations setting right. expectations with what you expect out of it is really important yes so the only thing what i wanted to highlight is when i took the junk food example it was mostly about the healthy and unhealthy part it was not about yeah, yeah. as to go and grab it 
No, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah. No, I, just because you never know how exactly the word plays out into somebody else's mind. So I'm, I'm just being clear here. Okay. okay. Now coming, coming to this question, and I love this part so much, and I. um i think uh, when you said about love being unhealthy or conflicts and complication i think everything sums up to here and it has been my observation which i'm not happy about the more i have seen people in love more engrossed in love the more possessiveness comes around and it's mm-hmm. not only in the romantic relationship i have even seen in the parents doing it yeah i have seen in friends they do it that if i have a best friend and suddenly if he or she is found a romantic partner i feel jealous that now you're no more spending time with me uh in the parents i have seen um, usually when the child or the son or the daughter gets married there is a little bit of conflict of interest that hey the now you're changing now you're spending more time with your partner i think come on uh, for me love is more about letting go other than the uh, you know the personal intimate space that i talked about right other than that love is more liberating love should be more about letting go and then nurture each other so that you can uh you know be free and enjoy your okay. life the way you want love each other at that time there was no possessiveness you loved that person for the kind of whatever personality it was but as soon as you start putting boundaries around it okay you start restricting that person the whole personality and that's very unhealthy if you that think kind that kind of withdraws the other person from the relationship yes 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 and then just to a part of like in india a divorce is a very big thing right now just to maintain a relationship if you are staying there fine you can stay there that is your call i do not understand your system you understand your system better but at least at that time do not blame love do not blame the marriage you just say that hey i accepted it this way and that's how i am living and whatever outcome i am i have this is what the best decision i took based on the circumstances but please do not spread the rumor or the word to everybody love is shit marriage is shit no it is not it's just people who are operating those things i think the awareness is more required at those spaces okay you know i i don't know how much of it is related unrelated to it because uh, the moment you mentioned india maybe it has a very cultural influence Uh, because i am an indian i have been brought up in that way right, right in india because there is a custom of arranged marriage right mm-hmm. uh people outside india don't understand this concept they find it very hard to absorb this concept that okay how can you marry somebody uh, whom you don't know right because they it's like okay love needs to happen first and the way our uh, culture in our upbringing we have been taught that okay love will happen yeah Yeah, so it's a two conflicting world that uh, we live in. Times are changing. I'm not saying it's the same across, but then, uh, do you think that uh, love happens uh, like that? Okay, you you start living with a uh, with a person and you're married to a person. That's how our parents uh, were. Maybe again, I'm saying that I'm being a bit biased here, maybe because of the cultural influences that I carry. but uh, do you think love happens like it can happen if you start uh, if you make people live together um yes and no i think first of all uh, i'll never say that uh, right or wrong i always say that whatever works for your system trust me what works for america is not going to work for india okay and every time i say india is like the indian subcontinent it's like the same yeah. for pakistan china yeah, yeah it's like because yeah the the asian yeah, the south correct. yeah the southeast asian okay. uh, it, it works the same way 
Correct. Um, you know, uh, for them, the job has been working on the resume matchmaking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of logics around the divorce rate and other things. It's more about what do you choose? Now the world is open. What do you choose is up to you. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that the arranged marriage do not work. It's it's more about how much hard work you are putting, either whether it is arranged marriage or or a love marriage. Okay. Um, so what happens in arranged marriage? There are certain very beautiful concepts in arranged marriage that the whole family comes together. Right. Uh, when you are born, you are not given a choice to choose your mother or father. But yeah. you fall in love with your parents because there is a lot of hard work and caring that goes behind it. So, anyways, I do not want to go deep because I'll sound like I'm advocating. I'm simply saying love marriage has its own charm. The uh, orange marriage has its own charm. It's like whatever is happening to you, whatever you think is working perfectly for you, is the right one. Okay. Now look at that. Even if it's you talk about the American love marriage, there is a lot of hard work that goes. People own each other. And now in arranged marriage, the only part the arranged marriage falls out bad that the day you get married and next day you think that hey I have a husband I have a wife and now I have a complete control over them, that's where I think it gets strong. Even if it's an arranged marriage, if you start working, respecting each other, working for each other, that hey someday my husband or my wife will love me because now we have to spend our life together, I think it will work like a charm. Okay, and now in India also now it's a more of a hybrid concept than the word. Even in India now, I think I don't think people are meant to be arranged. Like my dad used to say the stories that uh, they didn't even get a chance to talk to each other. Now people mm-hmm. have the courtship period of right six months, eight months, and uh, easily they break off. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, at least yeah. I as I said, yeah, and the times are changing. Was, yeah, the crux of your question was love happens. Uh, it does happen. Um, it's that's why it's magic and it's magical. And, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I do believe, in fact, my first story is as such that I saw somebody and just on the opposite side of the road and I fell in love with that. I said that she's the one I want to be with. And in fact, I worked really hard for two and a half years to be with her and uh, we were in a very good, I'm going to say, harmonious relationship. So it does happen. That's why it becomes magical. The crux remains that you got to work hard and you got to make sure that you are working on yourself so that your partner can feel comfortable about it. And the love grows. <laughs> okay. The one thing that I wanted to add is remember that we talked about that the prefrontal cortex, we are out of the prefrontal cortex. And that's why many a times it is said also that the love is blind. Because you take away all the analysis, logical reasoning, and many a times you feel like I should have analyzed. But that's again, uh, that takes away the charm of love. So love is nice in as form it is. If you start working on yourself, if you're not vulnerable, love will be the most beautiful thing you'll experience in your life. Okay. And on that beautiful note, uh, I think uh, we conclude this episode. Kundan? I have a concluding remark which I kept a hold of. Uh, okay. Sure. So I'll give you that opportunity to give that concluding remark. Go ahead. Yes. This is the last thing I'm going to say and this is the most simple form of definition of love I'm going to tell you is that, you know, because we all suffer. We all like, love to be loved. So here is the thing for you. I think I work, we all work very hard. Maybe you are in a college or job or anywhere. You work very hard to own the degree or to, you know, get regular appraisals. In between, if we get a lottery, nobody would say no. We would love to win a lottery. Right? How many people mm-hmm. win? And that's a real thing. People win lotteries. Yeah. One yeah. in a million, maybe one in hundred million or ten million people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But just looking at that person who has won the lottery, we cannot spend our life. We can make ourselves miserable. 
right and that's why we go to job that's why we work hard so much on to studies that's why we go day and night to office so that we get a salary we make savings we save our component and the whole world operates on that and look at mm-hmm. that nobody is questioning that system because that system now you can do good or bad in a job that's a very different thing right now if we are looking for a love as a lottery system that some day something accidental will happen and will fall in love we are looking for that one in a million that opportunity Hmm. there are very rare chances that it will happen and there are higher chances for you to be disappointed yeah okay and even if it happens if you are not prepared you will lose that love so even if i win a lottery and if i do not have you know if i am not prepared to manage that money i'll lose it in a year or so so i think that's the simplest analogy i can give about love is that you got to prepare yourself you got to work hard for it and every year every relationship you when you are becoming a boyfriend there is a different challenge when you become a husband there is a different challenge and i'm talking to um, being a boy i'm just representing that uh, when you become a father there is a different challenges and it's same like the football analogy that i take that i playing the school level that i'm playing at the you know uh, country level state level international level please look at each stage of your relationship yes, yeah yes. intensity increases and love, the responsibility increases correct and find a partner who whom you can connect on these points your world could be different but when you start connecting on these worlds nobody can stop you from having that divine love and it is for real there i think with that i'm going to sorry i talked too much today but yes i was totally in flow so Okay yeah no worries no worries i hope our listeners um, enjoyed uh, this episode because i'm sure no matter where you come from which country uh, which region across the globe wherever you all can relate to it because at the starting as we said that this is uh, a very core emotion to all human beings so at some or the other point you might have related to it and if you like this episode don't forget uh, to share it with your friends rate us on whichever platform you're listening it to and keep tuning to the unbinary life podcast uh, we see you next week so thank you so much for your time and uh, have a great week ahead sure and you might have to ask our uh, the editor person as a whether <laughs> like the star wars episode 1 2 or is it going to be like the bahubali part 1 or part 2 as the long uh but thanks for all your patience um it's just that we bring ourselves so much into episodes that we just lose track of it but the idea is always that you get the best out of us so thanks for uh, all the patience and we'll catch up again thank you ruchi yep thank bye. you kundan thank you bye bye bye